today on CityCast Denver. I remember going to the bookies when I was a kid, and it was incredible. It had this warmth that's hard to describe. And there were all these nice ladies working there who reminded me of my grandma. And it was okay if all I wanted to do was plop down and read right there on the carpet. It felt like a store for kids. So when I heard the longtime owner of the bookies passed away back in July and that someone new bought it, I wanted to check in and see what was going to happen with that little magical world within a bookstore that was made for kids. Today is Thursday, November 18th, 2021. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. All right, shall we go in? Yeah. When my producer Paul and I pulled up to the bookies off Colorado Boulevard in Glendale and walked through the door, the first person we met was Susan Loftus. She's been working there for 12 years. And uh, I used to come in here as a teacher, like Jane did, like most of us did. We're A good number of us are former teachers and librarians. And so Sue knew us when we walked in the door, and she was one of those people that was always interested in you, always asked you questions. You know, she, re- she had an amazing memory, would ask you about things that even you couldn't remember. Susan's talking about the former owner, Sue Lubeck, who passed away in July, just one month before the bookie's 50-year anniversary. I mean, she was just, she was a fixture in this city that, you know, is missed not just by those of us that work here, but by so many longtime customers who started coming, buying books from her literally out of the trunk of her car before she had a store, and then out of her home, and then out of a couple smaller places until she moved here. After Sue Lubeck passed away, Susan admits that she and her colleagues were nervous about what would become of the shop. You know, it's just, she used to call it her family, her bookie family, and that's what it feels like here. You know, it's really, truly that kind of atmosphere. So when we were going to get a new owner, that was our biggest concern, you know, that we still maintain that ambiance. And and that was the big concern of all the customers who came in, you know, oh, is it going to change? What are you going to, are you going to, what's going to happen? And we couldn't really tell them. And that's when the bookie's new owner, Nicole Sullivan, walked in. She's the founder of another Denver independent bookstore, Book Bar. And hopefully that means she's got some good answers to those questions. Nicole Sullivan, welcome to CityCast Denver. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. So we're going to start with talking about, um, so you're the owner of Book Bar, and recently you made the decision to purchase another bookstore, The Bookies, where we are right now. What Can you walk me through um, what that was like or why you decided to, to buy another bookstore? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it kind of just fell into my lap. I I was not seeking out another bookstore to purchase or um, even thinking about, you know, a second location for Book Bar. 
But uh, the previous owner, Sue Lubeck, um, she she was, you know, in her 80s and her family was trying to get her to slow down and to retire potentially. And so they reached out um, about a year ago and just to start a conversation, just to kind of test the water. Um, and so I started thinking about it. You know, originally I thought, oh, my God, we just started <laughs> thinking about letting people onto the property again and, and you know, not doing just curbside pickup. How could I possibly even consider another bookstore? Um, but the more I stewed on it, the more I thought, you know, this could make a lot of sense. So as I started thinking about it and, and letting myself get excited about it, uh, the family came back and said, nope, she's not ready yet. And so then, you know, about a year went by and uh, we got Book Bar back almost to normal. We're still (laughs) working on that. And then Sue unfortunately passed away um, over the summer. And so then obviously the family came back and and they put out some calls to, um, I think, I think, you know, the community at large. And the more I thought about it, the more excited I became about it. And eventually they they chose us as the buyers. And um, it's just been such an incredibly wonderful experience beyond my expectations. And you're buying a bookstore, but you're also buying a, you know, a community. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's this whole community, not just with the customers, but with employees that have been here for many, many years. How did you feel about taking that aspect on? Because you can't replicate the person that Sue was. Right. How did you step into that? Well, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) It's very, very, very intimidating because Sue was such a larger-than-life figure from what I'm learning. And I'm still learning so much about her. I I only um, got to meet her a couple of times in person. And after getting to know all the staff here and talking with the community and hearing all these stories about Sue that we've heard over the past couple of weeks, I really wish I had gotten to know her better. And I'm learning about all the the things that we have in common, our passion for getting, you know, books to children, especially um, lower income children, and what a difference literacy makes in people's lives. And I'm, I'm a huge believer in the importance of serving your community. And Book Bar is, um, is that, you know, it's a very community-centered bookstore. And so stepping into a different community is not something I ever thought I would do or want to do. But the more I learned about just how incredibly loyal the community has been to this store and to Sue and to the staff, I realized that it doesn't, I don't have to be a part of this community. They just needed somebody. I mean, the community's here, you know, and and the staff is still going to carry that out. They, what this store needed after Sue's passing was somebody who could come along and just keep it going. Tell me about the staff here. Yeah. So um, it was really refreshing to come into a space where there is so much dedication that people have been working here for decades. And there's so much loyalty to Sue and to the mission here and to the community that you just don't find anymore. I mean, you know, what what other business can you think of where people, the same, more or less the same people have been working there for decades? It's just so unusual and um, and very inspiring. Yeah. And so it's kind of in some ways exactly what I needed. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, 
I just I keep telling people like this has been so good for my soul because I can't tell you how many times I've heard the word kindness since we came here. Talking about Sue's legacy, talking about their philosophy for customer service in retail. And I've seen it. I mean, everybody here is just so kind. They talk about how they're um, just like family. And when I first brought my family in here, one of the employees walked up to my daughter and said, you're our bookies family now. Mm. <laughs> and it just felt so good. Um, and it is completely, completely different than what we do at Book Bar. You know, it's a 50-year-old bookstore rather than an eight-year-old bookstore. It's a very long-term staff. You know, the average age is much older than at Book Bar. And so it's it's different but very complementary. And um, and I think that's the thing that excites me about it the most. Um, on my first day here, when we first had our um, initial staff meeting to introduce ourselves, one of the things I told staff is, is, you know, answering their biggest question, which is, why am I doing this? And, you know, for all the reasons that I told you, but also um, I just had no interest in, in recreating the wheel. I have no interest in opening more book bars and redoing the same thing I've already done. But saving a community institution and learning from um, all of these incredibly experienced booksellers that are here, that excites me. That's something I can get on board with. It makes me think of, so there's this running conversation in Denver, old Denver versus new Denver, right? Mm -hmm. And this is an old Denver institution. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's almost like a hard thing to explain. What is old Denver? But mm -hmm. This is old Denver, a place people can count on. What if someone's like, oh, gosh, my favorite bookstore got purchased. Uh, do you have big changes in store? What are you thinking? Yeah, I think, I mean, initially, you know, when I, when I first started thinking about this possibility a year ago, uh, I had some initial changes in mind. But again, the longer I spend here, I mean, I'm only two and a half weeks in now, but um, the more time I spend here, the less I want to change. I feel like it's just nearly perfect the way it is. Um, this green carpet, <laughs> you can't see it on <laughs> uh, audio, obviously, but uh, yeah, I think we can all agree that it needs to be updated, Maybe replaced, refreshed. yeah. Yep. Sure. And then um, after, so we signed a two-year lease here. And so after a couple of years, I do want to buy our own property because I'm a huge believer in owning your own property if you have a small business and yeah. being able to control, especially a bookstore, being able to control your own future and your own rent. <laughs> so we'll be purchasing something uh, that is... I love old buildings, so it's probably going to be a funky, old, fun building that we can get in and play with. And um, but it'll it, we won't be getting far away from this community. If anything, we'll probably go a little further south because that's what I have been told um, is the biggest need. That's so interesting. That'll be cool. I think that's one thing that like what's cool is we're in a strip mall. Yeah. And I I was kind of explaining this to my producer Paul before because I hadn't been over here in a while and I was like, oh actually the strip mall's been redone. Yeah. It used to be a little bit more like, there's a bookstore in here. Uh -huh. And then you come in and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in this whole other world. Right. It has this warm feeling. There's books everywhere. It's like it just you want to be in here. Yeah. But I could see that even being expanded more in a cool building. Exactly. And I want to do kind of what I've done with Book Bar and just make it a destination. And um, 
have a lot more community activation, you know, with more events, more book clubs. And I know they used to do that here, but with the pandemic and all of the the staffing changes, um, it's been as far as, you know, illnesses, it's been it's been really difficult for them to continue that and keep that up. So I want to bring that back Um, because that seems like a very marquee piece of book bar is that event focused element bringing authors in, having conversations, having community conversations about all sorts of, I mean, that that's just what comes to mind for me again, is I know authors in the city and that's yeah. their, that's their book. That's their spot. Is yeah. Book and now this can be their spot again. Yeah. Um, I mean, pr- primarily, you know, children's authors, of course. So our business model has also changed a little bit. And I say a little bit because we're, we're doing what we've always done at least at Book Bar. So we have a nonprofit association called Book Give. And 10% of all of our book sales at Book Bar go to Book Give, which gets books into hands all through all through Metro Denver. Um, we'll be doing the same thing here at, starting next year. That sounds, from what I've learned about the previous owner, Sue, I think that sounds like something she'd probably be super excited about. I think so, too. I think that I think it's, it's a, a mission that she would have gotten on board with completely and it does it it carries her her work forward which is also something that's of interest to me you know I've I've seen my vision through at book bar and so now it's it's time for me to use what I've learned and carry someone else's vision out Nicole thank you so much thank you yeah it was a pleasure talking to you appreciate it That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us, rate the show wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you later. She was like literally the nice... She was the nicest person.